Hello, everybody, and welcome to Mom of the Hard Kid. I had an epiphany today, and it was a glorious one, and I wanted to share it. So today I took my daughter on a field trip with her school class, and we went to a science and technology fair, and we went with her entire grade, and it was fun, and it was cute, and the kids were crazy in the ways that they're crazy, and that was fun, but there was this one dad who came along. And he has a child who has many issues from drugs in utero and maybe even alcohol exposure, as well as a little bit of autism. And his child had been so hard that he had had to keep him homeschooled until the eighth grade, because school had been too much for him, he couldn't process it, he would just lose his mind and kind of be the hard kid. And I just had this realization. As I'm watching this dad and his face is just beaming because he's looking at his son and his son is doing something at the at the fair with some sort of technology and it's like a game he's playing and the dad is just lit up, so happy, just beaming watching his son deal with everybody in this gigantic crowd and he's doing pretty well. And and I was talking to him and he said, it's been really hard, but it's been the best. And I just thought, whoa, because <laughs> I, I don't, I wouldn't call my experience the best, but it was a great reminder to me watching him that having a hard kid doesn't mean you don't also have an amazing kid. A kid that succeeds in areas that other kids, it comes naturally. And it doesn't come naturally to this kid. So for one of your other children, a milestone of great worth might be getting on a stage and being in a play. But for this kid, it's standing in a room with a bunch of people in it and being okay. And you get to have these other moments that are wonderful moments And there are some times when I needed that reminder. What I was originally going to talk about today is perfect parents. So I was looking through an MSN article on what adults in their 20s and 30s wish their parents knew. And the article, which is actually a BuzzFeed article that is just on MSN, has a list of things that Gen Zers have said they wish their parents knew. And it includes millennials too. But it talks about how some people say, oh, I wish my parents didn't want me to go to college because that's too much pressure. Um, there are other people that are upset about the way that the jobs that they have affect their mental health and they will indeed quit if it affects their mental health. And there is another person that says that their immigrant parents refuse to believe that the American dream is dead. Or another one here that says, hey, I don't want to date anybody and my parents don't understand. And then another one that says, I wish my parents understood that I don't need to be married and have kids to be happy, right? So Regardless of the content, because my point here is not the content of their comments, but my point is that these are kind of dumb things. (laughs) And I don't mean in general, but I just mean 
You're never going to get it right, parents. You're never going to get it right 100% of the time. As a matter of fact, these parents, a lot of them are in trouble for wanting certain things that are considered good for their children. One child wants to go to college, their parents, I mean, their parents want them to go to college. That's not a bad thing. And you would think as a parent that by encouraging your child to go to college, that you were being a good parent. No matter what you do, your kids are going to find something to dislike. You can't help it because nobody's perfect. There are no perfect parents on this planet, just like there are no perfect kids. So the first piece of advice I would like to give you is to stop thinking that you need to be a perfect parent to these kids. Because even in these instances, I mean, you have a family that immigrated to the United States just to be able to provide a better opportunity to their kids. And their kids are like, nah, I don't see it. It's not going to happen. And so (laughs) you have, you're never going to be everything for your children. And you need to be okay and let go of the fact that you have an expectation for yourself to provide absolutely everything for these kids. Now, for the most part, all of these people that write these comments seem to like their parents, which is like a gigantic win. Nobody's saying that their parents, you know, oh, gee, I wish my dad didn't whip me with the belt, you know, which is what happened to my dad. It's what you got when he was growing up because that is how people were disciplined. Most of these comments are fairly parent positive, but they also are big deals to these kids. They're disappointed in their parents for just, you know, all kinds of stuff. Dating suggestions, yelling at their kids to save for a house, suggesting that the kids that they have need to actually spend time with the kids that they've had so that the parents are complaining to their children that the children are not playing with their own children enough or spending enough time with them. And the one person, it really bothered me because she's like, I work and my kids are exhausting. And I just thought, but they're your kids, right? Like, but the grandmother or grandfather is saying, hey, no, you need to spend time with your kids. These kids are important. And these people are mad about this. Now, this isn't a bad thing to say. It's not a bad thing for the mom to say, hey, they're still your responsibility. Even though they drive you insane, these kids are your responsibility. That isn't a bad thing. And yet this child thinks that's a bad thing. You're never going to get it all the way right. And you know what? We're all going to do damage to our children We're going to be too harsh or too weak or too silly or too serious because that's how they'll see us. We can't get it right. There's no getting around it. So the best we can do as a parent is to try to raise an adult, to try and give them a skill set, to give them every opportunity to have that skill set, to give them a shoulder to cry on when they're sad, and quit trying to solve every problem that our child has. Trust me, you are only going to get in trouble later. I like the saying that says you either parent your children or you're going to parent their children because you are trying to raise an adult and you are not going to be perfect and they are going to hate you and that's okay. 
Because I think when we have a hard kid, especially a defiant kid, and they don't like us, and they're just fighting, and I'm speaking most particularly about reactive attachment and things like that. There was this goal that I originally had that was like, there needs to be this love. And and I had to dissolve that goal for this child and say, nope, I just need to raise an adult. And then I realized that that kind of bled over to my other kids, where it was like, oh, oh, I just need to raise adults. I don't need to have them think I'm their best friend. And I don't need to have those other layers. I just need to raise an adult. And I think there are a lot of parents out there that think that they have to do it perfect or that they've failed. But the thing that's going to make you a successful parent is going to be different for every kid. In fact, it's going to be all over the place. There are so many different factors at play, including what type of person the parent is and what type of person the child is. There are mental issues thrown in. Does one have high anxiety? Do they understand emotions? Have they developed a strong self sense of self? Are they narcissistic? You know, all of these things, it just goes on and on because each relationship is so different. And something that would have saved one child is going to destroy the other. And a good example of this is helicopter parents, because there are a lot of helicopter parents and their kids grow up and they don't have skills and they're mad that their parents were helicopter parents. But then there's the child down the street who was abused by the neighbor and just wished that their parent was a helicopter parent. There's the child who never got to play sports as a kid and they resent their parents. And then there's the other child who got to play sports and wish that they didn't have to and they resent their parents for making them. It's just a darned if you do, darned if you don't situation. So my hope is that because it's not the point of raising your kid, the point is not to provide your child with no hard times and to make, you know, every path really easy for him. The point is to keep him safe, as safe as possible, and then be there through the hard times, teach them the skills they need. And name name one adult. I I ask you name one adult that has not had a rough time. Everybody has them. It happens. And your job as the parent is to be the support structure that that child needs when things go wrong, because it does go wrong. And the reason that you are a support structure is because everything that went wrong in your life that you learned from. We, we do our best as parents. And I have in the past made myself so sick thinking that parenting was the most critical life task. And it, it is, but I did it the wrong way. And if I could do it all over again, I would have worried a lot less about whether my child was going to get hurt or whether they were acting in a way that would make friends at the park, because I I had a child that had no concept of personal space, and, and it really turned off all the buddies at the park, and I was sad. And I would have fretted about those things, but I wouldn't have made it as big of a deal in my mind. I wish I would have approached it in a more relaxed way, because it's going to be okay. Even if terrible things happen, and we fall apart for a while, 
we're gonna be okay. So I think of this too. And one of the reasons it came across my mind is I wrote a note to myself in 2002. And I had just been through a really rough patch in my life. And I'd made my way through it. And I wrote myself this torn off piece of paper. I wrote, it will be okay. And then the date of June 2002. And it wasn't a big deal. And I didn't come across the note again for a year. And when I came across that, I smiled because I was in a totally different space. Things were good. And I put it right back into my scriptures. And when I came across it again, things were not good. But when I saw it, and I mean, we're talking over the years, I've been comforted as a reminder that things really did turn out okay. They didn't seem like they were going to, and they did. And 20 years later, I have dozens and dozens of major experiences that I've gone through. And you know what? I'm okay. And your kid is going to be okay. And I know we live on the edge of fear for the terrible potentials in life. But I just want to throw it out there that you're going to be okay. They're going to be okay. They're going to surprise you with how strong they are. They're going to surprise you with how resilient they are. They're going to surprise you that they can scrape themselves up off of the floor because they learned how, just like we had to learn how. Now, in a way, I'm definitely a hypocrite because I definitely fear for what my child is going to end up in the future with. But I also wish I had someone sincerely telling me it's going to be okay. If your child gets arrested and incarcerated, it's going to be okay. They're going to adapt. You're going to adapt. And they're going to find ways. If your child ends up with infertility, it's going to be okay. Hard doesn't mean terrible. Just like our kids being hard doesn't mean that they're not of value. Doesn't mean that we don't love them. So I say in my advice today, don't be afraid of the fact that it's hard. And don't let your kids not know that it's okay that life's hard. It's a short one today. I appreciate you joining me and I wish you all the best.